Hello, my friends. It's Andy and Hidia coming to you live from Yorba Linda, California. And there you go. You got it now. I'm still trying to it's okay. post yeah. our video. To go to resurrectministry.com. That's where you'll find our content. We are um, adding to the, the website as we speak. The, uh, the Fearless Man podcast should be up there pretty soon. Uh, but as always, uh, Hedia's uh, amazing uh, broadcast on Remnant Rising is, is uh, always on there. Resurrect Minister, or, uh, Living Fearless Devotional is on there. What else do we have on there? Uh, the articles in the Christian Post. Yep. And just Bible resources, cool churches that we love, uh, Pastor Mark Driscoll, of course, Pastor Jack Hibbs, David Jeremiah, other kind of resources, anyone who wants to uh, experience Christ out of the comfort of their home. I think we might need to add, we're going to have to watch a few more episodes, but that uh, pastor out of Texas that we just are watching the other day. Oh, you, Morris. You know, yes. yes. What's his first name? Uh, Jim I'm, Morrison? No, I'm, I'm inclined to think John Morris, but I, I'm not... It's yeah, not if anybody knows, uh, he's fairly uh, popular, I would, I would assume. Yes. Um, but I uh, really liked what he had to say the other day. Uh, yes, he so. has a great series on Free Indeed that's old, actually, but just awesome. Wait, what? Carol Texley's on. Hi, Carol. What's going on with that? She's Where you up been? really late. Where have you been? We're probably on so too late for her. She's now. been farming. That too. Yeah. All the and there's all kinds of shenanigans going on with the farmland around the United States and so much drama. cows dying and all kinds okay, of okay and all kinds of stuff moving on to and then we have the okay um, we are going to be reading from uh, morning to morning morning by morning <laughs> by Charles Spurgeon oh my gosh every time I click that it goes another direction Charles Spurgeon and uh, the today's devotional is for July twenty eighth. Um, and the reference is Psalm 73, 22, which says, so foolish was I and ignorant. I was as a beast before thee. Yes. Beast before thee. Thou. Who's thee? God. How come it's a small T? I don't know if they ever capitalized thee. Really? Yeah. I thought any reference to God is capitalized. Hmm. <laughs> We have, to, we have to research that, Schnugs. All right. <laughs> Charles Spurgeon says in this devotional, remember, this is the confession of David, a man after God's own heart, confessing his inner life by saying, I was senseless and ignorant. Actually, just on a side note, uh, this is a psalm of Asaph, but he was one of David's choir leaders who may have written this on behalf of David. Back to the devotional. The word foolish here means more than its usual meaning. For earlier, David says, I was envious of the foolish when I saw the prosperity of the wicked, which shows the foolishness he intended was connected to the sin of envy. Mm. And in our text today, he not only puts himself down as being foolish, but adds a word to intensify the meaning. So foolish was I. How foolish? He couldn't say, but it was a sinful foolishness that was not to be excused due to the simple fertility, frailty, frailty. <laughs> not the fertility either, <laughs> the frailty of man. It was to be condemned due to its perversity. That's where I got confused. And its willful ignorance, for he was envious of the prosperity of the wicked and was forgetful of the dreadful end awaiting them. Are we any better than David that we should consider mm. ourselves wise? 
Uh-oh. Do we profess to have attained perfection or to have been so punished by the rod of correction that all our will, all our willfulness towards sin is gone? Oh, heavens no. This is pure pride. If David was foolish, how foolish are we? If only we could see our see ourselves as we are. Mm. Dear believer, consider times past when you have doubted God while he was while he has been so faithful to you. Think of your foolish outcry during affliction. No, my father, when he was actually working to give you a greater blessing. How often during dark and difficult days have you misread his sovereignty, misinterpreted his handy hand at work, and have complained? Everything is working against me. When they are truly working together, you're good mm. for your good. Consider how often you have chosen sin because of its pleasure. When in fact, that pleasure became a root of bitterness in you. Surely, if we know our heart, our own heart, we must plead guilty to the indictment of sinful foolishness. Then once fully conscious of our foolishness, we must make David's resulting resolve our own guide, our own. Guide me with your counsel. Hmm. Yeah, I find this very interesting because I, I, I see, I, I don't see myself and then I see myself very clearly. Um, ever since, um, gosh, I can't remember, since I was a, a, a kid, I'm, uh, maybe, I'll, maybe into my teens. I've I never been uh, envious of like the rich and famous. It's never been, I mean, I've, I've, I've spent time on people's couches because I didn't have the place to live and never, it wasn't like, oh, you know, worried about it. I've ate, like, I, I think I've mentioned this before, you know, my, my friend, um, uh, oh my gosh, I can't think of his name right now. Jeff. Oh. Uh, yeah, no, Jeff uh, Coleman. Uh, we uh, were roommates and we made so little money that we just got cans of corn and cans of chili. And then we'd mix them together. Corn and, and so we'd cute. eat out of the cans. Not even heated. No. And I think we like we didn't even have silverware. Oh. And we lived like wet for like a good couple of years. I mean, it wasn't, I mean, but we could oh. afford to buy beer though. Oh, of course. <laughs> so the food money went to the beer. That makes yeah. sense. That makes sense. And reuse clothes. I mean, even my kids, you know, for a longest period of time, where their most of clothes came from Goodwill or hand-me-downs from families in the neighborhood and Aww. stuff like that. That's just always. I, I never really. It's not that big of a concern for me. So that's that's not where I see myself. Mm. Uh, is uh, you know envious of people with prosperity, uh, of the wicked and that kind of stuff. However, um, the why me god the the why me the foolishness <laughs> of like once i did so so then it takes me to where and then just because i worked hard and um and things began to happen i at some point had a couple houses and had several cars and you know a boat and a house at the river and stuff like that that um when things would happen oh then i became more like when i had nothing i wasn't like that concerned but when, when something would happen and then it would and then it would be taken away from me. Yes. It wasn't, I was envious of other people. It's just now I had it. Now I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would, then I would blame God. And I was talking about this the other day and I don't remember where it was one of the events that we were talking in a group, I think, or maybe I was talking to another man or something like that. And I said, you know what? The interesting thing is, is that, um, you know, the difference of, 
the, the Christian or the, 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 the man of God I am now, as opposed to the Christian, the religious guy, is that whenever things would go bad, I would blame God. And when anything good would happen, I would give it was myself yours. credit. Right. <laughs> but then now where I'm at now, anything that's bad, I blame myself or I blame the devil. It's one or the other. Yeah. More often it's probably me. Um, and anything good that happens, I, I thank God. I think that's the, the really for me when I when I read this, that's I see how I was and where I am. And it, at times I probably could still go, oh, you know, God, why, you know, is, is it, did I do something wrong? Right. Um, but it's not like it was before. And I think that's where I feel where my faith in God has grown, that I, I blame the right people for the bad things and thank the right people for the good things. That's beautiful. You and God. God first and then you. God first always. <laughs> Always. Uh, did that come together? Absolutely. Sense out of that. So um, Perfect I, sense. I, I really liked it. I mean, I loved seeing um, the, you know, the context of this particular uh, devotional just points out, you know, why I love God so much more now, now that I have a clearer understanding. Now that I know who's who the guilty is. party. Yeah. I mean, it's just makes it so much easier. It's so, it's totally <laughs> and, then, good. and then when you see it clearer, it, you can take, make changes faster. Like even in, in, in us. So if we ever have a disagreement about something, it allows us to have the time where we, you know, are caught up in ourselves and we get angry and, and a little bit, you know, pissy. Is that the right word? But then, but the recovery is faster because then we go to God or God tells us or God speaks to us and we have the ears to hear now and the eyes to see and things mend faster. Yes. And it gets faster, I think, every time, regardless of how, how bad the situation is or how strongly we feel that right or then that person's wrong or vice versa that uh being having god in our life and the holy spirit is just really and and the understanding of who's in charge and who's at fault makes it a lot easier to recover absolutely so there's my spiel i zoned in on oh i'm sorry i just i saw somebody new you want to see that i need to read that thing before so oh let's read that we'll come back to this because there's a lot there all right uh sorry you no you have to click back Yeah. <laughs> there. Sorry, Andy's playing with the clicker. It's a new thing. So, We're using Kindle. <laughs> and Kindle's much harder to operate. So what I zoned in on is consider how often you have chosen sin because of its pleasure, when in fact that pleasure became the root of bitterness for you. And so I'm okay with, and maybe it's because my, my conversion was, my encounter with Jesus was so miraculous, I haven't been walking with him you know, in and out, it was, uh, it's happened much later for me. Uh, so the first part doesn't really resonate with me. I'm, I'm not one to be like, why me? Why me? Uh, but that I have done sin, uh, mistaken, chosen sin because of its pleasure and later been like, that was a disaster, you know, <laughs> like, and even the simple things, even where I don't control my temper and I think I feel better, get it off my chest or whatever. And then later you're like, oh, I just ruined my witness. Why did I do that? Like, I just, I shouldn't have done that. Um, occasionally I use foul words and like literally right after they come out of my mouth, I'm like, oh, why did I say that? You know, so it, it, I, I often see that. I choose sin because of its pleasure. Just, oh, feels good to be able to say that. And then afterwards I'm bitter. <laughs> that I did that. So that really resonates with me. And I, and I just love his advice where it's just 
go back uh, like David and say, guide me with your counsel. How foolish am I? And actually, I feel like this is a great prayer to read as the beginning. So foolish was I and ignorant. I was a beast before thee, you know? And not a beast in a good way. No, use it. no. <laughs> and not only I was a beast before thee today, but I was a beast before you saved me. Like how foolish and ignorant I was a beast before thee. You know, so we could use it even in a simple prayer or just life before Jesus. I have a question for you. Yes. <laughs> so as a Muslim, which you spent dec a couple decades in. Yes. Um, and now you've been a Christian for. You know, four years, about. Four years. Um, four and a half years. You in, in the in Islam, you believe in God. The, the God, their God. Yes. That God. And there's a, a, a reverence to him and you do all these shenanigans for him. Is there any difference of how you dealt with these types of things with him as opposed to a, a in your Christian faith, the true God? Well, the, when it came to it's sin hard. or... Well, it's hard to but frankly, I think I sinned a lot less because I was so terrified. Oh. Yeah. I lived a oh, very... Oh, I can see that. <laughs> right? So I'm really good with rules, and I always have been. So I'm a, I'm a rule follower. Yeah. So when, when I believed that I had a set of rules, I followed them to the letter, like, like crazy. And so um, the harder has been for me is now knowing that I'm doing things because I love God and he loves me and he allowing him to transform me rather than through works because I'm used to a workspace religion. I'm used to being like, jump through these things, do like Iron Man. I'm used to an Iron Man competition for God. And now it's like, you know, since I've come into the faith, everyone's like, stop with the whole Iron Man thing. You know, like that doesn't work with Jesus come with lead with your heart and let him do the rest. So that's been a harder balance for me. Weird, oh. isn't it? No, it's not. Oh, okay. Uh, it's not. Uh, I actually want to get to some of these comments, but I have a dog reference. Oh. Uh, that I think it's Looking just as good as it's just as good as the one. Comparing me to a dog. Love <laughs> no, it. not you. Not you. Come on. Training me like a dog. No, uh, no. I have a reference to why that is so. Because uh -huh. when you said it, at first it, 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 I went, oh. It's not what I was expecting. But then as you spoke, I go, oh, my gosh, it makes so much sense. Because in dog training, there's a similarity. And I'll oh. explain that one second. Okay. Because we have a, a bunch of people on that suddenly popped on. Awesome. Um, and so uh, we'll go back here. It says, uh, I'm glad to see you up late cleaning house for sale. Oh, yes, wow. That's farming. a story, Carol. We've yeah. got to hear that story. Kyle's on. Oh, look at that. My spiritual shamans. Thank you, Kyle, <laughs> I think. Yeah, that's <laughs> and Carol's telling us uh, her goodwill is happy this week because I'm sure you're doing a lot of house cleaning. Yeah. And Lisa, Hello. I'm glad you made it with us. Lisa's saying hi from Woodland Hills. No, no, you didn't catch the end. We just started. Yeah, it's the beginning. Uh, and wait a minute. Okay. What was the question? Yeah, we still got more. Okay. We don't see it on cross platforms. Oh, whose question? Not quite Lisa. sure. And Lisa's oh. saying, can't wait to read the devotional and identify what Andy is saying right now. Oh, cool. 
And Lisa says, I love when Hedia said, I just ruined my witness. So I'm worried about ruining my witness because it really helped me encapsulate what I was thinking. Yes, don't we? It's you know, unfortunate we do that quite often. Carrie News. Hi, Carrie News. Is News your last name or do you have a show called Carrie's News? Yes, too fast on the trigger for me. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Robert. Robert Block. No notice. Oh, no, no, I don't know. Uh, YouTube controls the notices. Oh, really? So is that what yeah. it is? Oh, oh, you know, also we scheduled it. So maybe, well, he should have got it. I don't know how this works. Post. Yeah. You, uh, these platforms are so funky. Uh, Freedom is not easy. It is not. It yeah. is not. Honestly, Carrie, I, it was a little bit easier with no freedom. It didn't change anything. I was just, a, as you tell people, it was like a bird in a cage. As soon as the cage door opened, I was out like a, like a banshee. Uh, but yeah, following rules, if you're a rule follower, is easy. Uh, and uh, Lisa's agreeing with Carrie. Awesome. And Kyle's saying that was a long time ago. Not quite sure what that is about. Uh, Last name is News. Last name is News. Yeah, Or Nude. That would have been a whole different story <laughs> if it was a show about okay lisa and, says one more yeah lisa's reading the devotional now and when andy was explaining how he processed send and blaming people after <laughs> uh being born again she can relate to that yeah, too for sure so the reason i started my company uh falco canine academy training police dogs mm. is that my my police dog and in, in the training that i was involved in was very harsh uh, you know, sharp. They would sharpen the the tips of the pinch collars on a lathe, not a lathe, on a grinder, um, and um, use cattle prods to shock the dogs mm -hmm. on his testicles and you know on his face wherever they could get it. And the, oh. it's a cattle prod; it's not a dog. I mean, so it's strong. Oh, um, and you and more hitting him with the sticks. Robert knows all about it because this that was a form of training that was done all over the place. Wow! Uh, and it was very harsh. Dogs would bleed and they'd break legs and all kinds of hit him with a stick. And, I, and I'm sharing you all this is because when it comes to Ooh, good analogy, when it comes to uh, a dog, when you're training a dog in that manner, will the dog respond to that type of training? And either yes. that or die. Yeah. <laughs> the dog, Same with torture. Yeah. The dog says, if I don't sit, he's going to knock me over the head with something. And the dog right. does it out of fear. Right. And the response is he has to do it now or else he's going to die or get seriously hurt. Uh, and then you ask the dog to do something else. He does something else. The, but the dog's motivation is hindered because the dog's now second guessing himself. He, he he's, he's not sure. He's sometimes slow to respond because he goes, God, if I turn left and I'm wrong, I'm going to get hurt. If I turn oh. right, then, then maybe I'll get the thing. And, and then when he does it right, he goes, oh, thank God I didn't get hurt. But you, you rarely see a dog's tail wag. You don't see the body language of doing it out of fun and excitement. Mm. It's uh, the dog's doing it uh, as, you know, he's it's tragic. Right. And Why so, don't people lobby against that? And it still goes on today. Oh. Um, and so when you were talking about that, the reason you were probably better because out of fear, I can't necessarily say, well, some dogs were better because it was fear. But, but once I started, I create, I, I, created a new training program. And now you've heard me say this uh, probably a few times is that I, I decided not to do that. And my form of training was to train the dog out of love and respect and to find what the dog's motivations are, use those motivations uh, to create a, uh, a system of training that would get the dog to do something out of motivation. It would last longer. And then you'd love on the dog when he did something right. And out of love, you would give a correction. 
Mm-hmm. And you can give something that's, that's, uh, that is uncomfortable, physically uncomfortable, but you do it within with respect. Right. Like, hey, don't do that. And, hey, you know, it's, it, it, but it's, 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 it's the right amount. And it's a proportion. Yeah. And with one dog, it's a little bit more. With another dog, it's a little bit less. And one dog, you, you just raise your voice and it's enough. And so I think that when, you, when we'd see a dog working out of love and respect, you'd see the dog's tail wagon. You'd, he'd run faster. He'd actually bite harder, <laughs> the bad guy. And he'd be more likely to let go of the, of the bite because he'd do it out of the motivation to please the handler. Mm, Where so in the case of a dog that's treated poorly, they bite harder because they're afraid. And now they, they get into yeah. a place. Now they don't know what to do because now they're confused. Mm. So, and when we look at these two faiths, you know, God is so fantastic and his love is so amazing that once you understand it, you will be more likely to repeat the good behavior because you get God's love. Yes. And then in turn, you get your spouse's love. And in turn, you get your children's love. In turn, you get your friends and, and your workers love because you, you walk differently. And it's so true because I was really hard on my daughter mm. when I was a Muslim because I was just so obsessed with um, the fear of the rules. Yep. And I was afraid for her. And I was afraid of what I'd be punished for if I didn't raise her right. And mm. it was just everything was about this horrible discipline. It's kind of like childbearing, too, where yeah. you become abusive because you were abused and you yeah. believe that it's that the, the, you're so obsessed with discipline that you lose spirit and love and everything else in the process. And it can become inconsistent. I often talk cut handlers, you know, I would say, you just corrected the dog for good behavior. The dog was doing the right thing and you corrected him. And now how does that confuse the dog? And they go, oh, I missed that. And it's much harder to rebound from that. You'd rather reward bad behavior. That's easier to fix than it is to correct for good behavior. Because wow. now the dog doesn't trust you. And same with these with, with faith or same with parenting and that kind of stuff. So um, I, now I understand. I mean, it makes total sense, but it also makes total sense why God says, okay, this is how this is going to roll. You have, um, you know, you can make decisions. Um, and what's the word I'm looking for? You have um, free will, free will. So you, I'm going to give you free will. You do the things I give you. Here's the manual, follow the manual. I have these pastors that'll be out there. I got these uh, people that are going to share the word with you. They are going to help you and they're going to teach you. We have these groups you can go to. And you, I mean, there's not, there's nothing not available to you to yes. make the right decisions. Now it's up to you. And when you do the right thing, it's I'm here for you. You have eternal. Uh, He's there for you even when you make the wrong choices. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but it's so much better to, to work uh, towards the right choices. And yeah. To see you his, just draw closer his to favor. Him. Right. And when you get his favor, then this is know. my daughter. Or this is my son with whom I am well pleased. Yes. Oh my gosh. This is good stuff. Good stuff. Babe. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so happy. I asked you that question. Well, where are we at now? Uh, Carrie's talking about training the dogs. Uh, up here. No, no. Oh, down here. Sorry. You gotta go. We have, it's, it's, I love it when we get so many comments. I grew up training dogs. My mom brought the shots and training to OC sheriffs in the sixties. Oh, oh wow. That's so cool. That's awesome. You and Andy have that in common. Yeah. And Carol's planning on getting a few German Shepherds, which she's excited about. Nice. And Carrie's saying, yes, dogs like it uh, when they love the work. Right. Yep. And Carol wants her dogs to leave for chickens alone. <laughs> okay. It's important. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Lisa's asking about your calf and my back. Oh. 
uh, Andy tore his tendons, so yeah. he's still limping around, unfortunately. Yeah, today, and my back I'll, is what it is. Today it was a little sore this morning, but it's uh, throughout the day. It's it's a, probably a better day than most because he's not walking around all day. Yeah. <laughs> I was at a v, uh, uh, VBS VBS today, vacation Bible uh, school at um, uh, your Belinda friends. Um, yeah, that's probably mm-hmm. that, may, that may be the thing. That may be the trick, Schnugs. Yeah, as to uh, taking a couple hours off. <laughs> not to be standing Go out figure. all day. <laughs> Yeah. Go figure. How wild. It's funny that Carol says uh, German shepherds and their chickens. I, I had a bunch of chickens at my house with German with a couple of German shepherds. And, and they ate some and, of yeah. the chickens. And then unfortunately they didn't he didn't kill them. You know, when, when dogs catch like a cat or like a chicken, they don't bite them necessarily to eat them or kill them. Playing with them. They play with them. And then when they when they become paralyzed from their strong bite, you'll see the dog like this with his nose and say, "Get up and run again!" And you're you're doing nothing. You know, I, I need you it's to not run. Fun anymore. I need the activity now. On occasion, they will kill them, but uh, quite often when they catch a cat or, or a, a chicken, oh, it's not to eat them. No, they don't try to eat. Not, them. They're not hungry. They're, they're fun to chase. It's called prey. It's a prey drive. But in the wild, they they catch them, kill them, and eat them. But in domesticated animals, in more cases than not, they accidentally kill them. Or they so they then she should it. give her chicken some like collars to protect their necks <laughs> no. so they can run around. No, they crush their body. <laughs> the problem is now I have to kill them. I had to kill the chickens. Yeah, yeah it was horrible cutting off their heads. Um, sorry how this turned out. That's where you know the Bible talks about sacrifices all the time. So, oh, okay. yeah, absolutely, yeah, okay. absolutely. <laughs> Lisa is saying how great fellowship is, absolutely mm. wonderful for us, and she's laughing. Yep. It's your chicken story. <laughs> I don't know. And Lisa's story. praying for us. And Carrie is saying, yes, Lisa. Yes. And uh, Carol's saying, I had to remove a black snake from the coop. Yuck. <laughs> Carol's always <laughs> she's somewhere on the, else. She's on the farm. Yes. <laughs> Not off the farm. Not off the she's farm. She's on the farm. Uh, awesome. Let's get some of the scripture. We got uh, 1 Samuel uh, 13, 14. Yes. And uh, this is uh, the Lord talking to Saul when he had disobeyed. And these, this was the consequence. But now your kingdom will not endure. Saul was promised a kingdom that would last forever. And then that's revoked. But now your kingdom will not endure. The Lord has, sou- has sought out a man after his own heart and appointed him ruler of his people because you have not kept the Lord's command. Oh, can you imagine being Saul? Oh, <gasps> wow. That must be so devastating. No kidding. Psalm 73, 3. For I was envious of the foolish when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. The prosperity of the wicked. That people say that all the time. I don't understand why do bad people last forever? They don't ever die early and they, you know, they seem to go on forever. The good die young. The good die young. Yeah. Romans 8, 28, very popular scripture. And we know that all things work together for the good to them that love God and who are called according to his purpose. Oftentimes that verse is recited without that last line. And it's very, it's very misleading because and we, and just do that. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God. No, see, uh, yeah. most pastors just say, and we know all things work together for good. Oh, they even skip the, yeah. Oh. Because you got to love God for all things to be working to good and be called according to his purpose. Right. Meaning he'll work things out because he's trying to get you to your purpose. But if you're out there meandering and committing sin, he's not going to work all that 
junk out for your good. Yeah. Because people get mad and say, well, oh, I thought God works out everything for good while you were fornicating. Going no, strip it, doesn't, club? no I, it doesn't exactly work that way. I, folks. I had a good time. Unfortunately, at the strip, I had a good time at the strip club. <laughs> God, it's all, work things, it out. all things work out for my good. <laughs> Excuse me. Let's back up. Let's read the rest of the verse. <laughs> so, yeah, it's important. It's important. <laughs> Uh, Psalm 73, 24. You will guide me with your counsel and afterward receive me to glory. You will guide An me with your counsel. Another good one. You guide me mm -hmm. with your counsel. And after I obeyed the counsel in which you guided me with, you'll then. receive me to glory. <laughs> you don't get to glory without listening to the counsel. Right. Wow. He's a just God. Absolutely. Uh oh. Oh, Tiny Corn Dog's back. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Tiny Corn Dog from Twitch. Um, the evil one needs them for the tribulation. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, Wood for Hellfire, I used to say. Oh, what? Wood for Hellfire. You know, you keep the people, the, the, bad, the bad people are the wood for Hellfire. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was a Muslim joke. <laughs> When we were very judgy and we used to walk by bad, sinful people, we used to be, huh, wood for hellfire. <laughs> wow. Muslims have their own jokes. Is yeah, there a Muslim do. joke book? There's, there's Muslim jokes. There. <laughs> you have another one? Uh, I'll think of it. <laughs> I'll think of one. I'm waiting. <laughs> Gary's just scary. Gary's scared. <laughs> Don't let me bust out my Arabic. That'll really scare you all. <laughs> Mr. Tiny Corn Dog says, hey, hey, hey. Hey. That reminds me of uh, Bill Cosby. And oh, the, uh, are we allowed to still talk about Bill Cosby? Yeah, well, I was, yes. I mean, yeah, I don't know. That was a big part of my childhood, Bill Cosby. Cheech and Chong and Bill Cosby. Oh, there's a pair. And then. Uh, Such great Steve, influences Steve on the child. I know. Uh, and you Red Fox. It? Oh. And. Um, and uh, J.J. Walker. <laughs> Andy's trips down. I know Mike. <laughs> Andy's trips down memory lane. Like, Welcome back, are you, a, are you a dinosaur? Like, <laughs> what, what generation did you grow up in? We were just in Anaheim Hills. We were eating at Racine's, which is a great, uh, nice little restaurant. Yes, uh, it's been there for years. Had you asked me how long it's been there, and I, I, I want to say something like twenty-five years. We used to go there when I was in detectives. Um, which is funny because it's so far away from the main station, which is in downtown Anaheim. Which it's explains like, why you used to go yeah, there. Go, Let's go to Racine's. There we go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> our, our lunch break would be like three hours long. Um, and then we got into, well, you know, I'm not sure how we got into what was there before, but where we were when I started in 1984 <laughs> was Hills. There was, there was, it was Anaheim Hills with no houses. And um, yeah, most of that wasn't there. And the Imperial Highway ended. In Anaheim, it ended at the at the hills there. But great fact. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, and thank you, Andy, for sharing. <laughs> uh, uh, and then Carol says something smells and looks like dog poop. I don't know what she's referring to. What are you referring to, Carol? <laughs> she walked in the house and didn't take your boots off. You got to take <laughs> boots off before you go into uh, 
You go into the house. Hey, what's up, Mrs. Oh, Car- Car- Carrie must be uh, a close by neighbor because she knows all oh, these the details too. There. The, yeah. chart, the chart house. <laughs> Talk about a blast from the past. You know, no, Nolan's used to be there at the uh, end of Imperial Highway too, where it used to end. And she's talking about when they were good. Welcome back, Cotter. And <laughs> let's face it, Cheech and Chong were never good influences. Cheech and Chong was amazing. I knew the words to every album. See, I could recite the whole thing. And if your kids would have watched something like Cheech and oh Chong, now you would kill them. I would kill them. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's true. You're right. Uh what's uh what's Mr. Tiny uh corndog saying there? Not sure. You don't know? No. It better be not bad. Uh Carol says. The record cheat and chong smell. I don't I still don't get it. <laughs> I wasn't a big cheat and chong fan. <laughs> oh, she's um I now I understand. I'm so sorry, I'm so slow. I, it's it's shocking that I knew I didn't catch. But in the album, the mm-hmm. one that you album, it talks about the the smell. Does it does it smell? It, it smells like dog poop. Tastes like dog poop. You don't know. You remember the whole thing? <laughs> okay, never mind. I'm younger than you. Remember, sorry, sorry. different generation. <laughs> sorry, Carol. Oh my gosh! All right, let's get back to this discussion about um, <laughs> about being foolish. No, about oh, how foolish am I? I was a beast. Islam I was humor. A beast before the. <laughs> hear the islam humor i it don't come spontaneously no. like i can't call no i'd have to i'd have to have a context that wow. that wood for hellfire was a context is there anything about what's in their beard what they hide in their beard anything like that no but uh people used to come up to my brother all the time and say to him oh my god because you know he has a big beard and say aren't your kids afraid of you with that beard and he's like <laughs> no my my kids are afraid of men without beards <laughs> <laughs> So, meaning like the persecution right. and the hostility, like my kids are afraid of men with no beards. <laughs> that is, that's funny. Isn't it? Yeah, your brother has a sense of humor. Oh, he's a very funny sense of humor. <laughs> yes. All right. Anything else from, uh, I almost said Smith Wigglesworth, but uh, from, from Spurgeon. Spurgeon. What do we hear today that somebody referenced Charles Spurgeon? Remember when we looked at each other? Yeah, he just it was a quote about... from him. I thought it was Pastor Jack last night. Oh, was it? Was it? Can't remember. Can't remember. Yeah, we don't have much to say about uh, Jack unless you do. But that he had a special guest. I can't even remember her name. But it was uh... and Chumley. I uh, remember Chumley was last name. Yes, can't not quite from, recalling uh, the first the name. Washington Times. Times. I I really enjoyed. I didn't enjoy it. It just was not anything really biblical. Definitely. But he didn't say it would be. No, no, no. So it doesn't. It's really happening can. now. Yeah, but she's, uh, you know, she's in D.C. and she writes uh, articles on what's happening in Washington. And um, she was very, entertaining, very well spoken, and strong woman. Uh, Christian was in the military, was in the army, and uh, so was her husband in the Marines and the army. Uh, but uh, if you want to see it, it's very uh, conservative. Yes. A very conservative talk. So make sure and check that out. That's what we love about. I mean, that's, that's what I love about Jack <laughs> is uh, I love the happening now uh, uh, series when he when he brings up the people to talk about what's happening in our world. Carrie <laughs> says she loves Jack. <laughs> and beards make her nervous. Beards make her nervous. Well, Me but, too. you know, there's a lot of Christian folk with big beards now. I noticed half of our security yes. staff at church had ginormous beards. Suddenly it looks like ZZ Top is running our church. Did you notice? <laughs> like they were everywhere 
And I, so when you, uh, because I, I worked for the government, especially when you're overseas, all of the RSLs, the regional security officers, because we're in Muslim countries, mm-hmm. have big beards and lots of hair. So like they come in scraggly and you, and most people get a little unnerved because they're undercover, you know, they're not in uniforms. So most people are like, like, who is that? Is that a foreign national or is that one of our guys? And they're usually one of our guys because they got these things wrapped around their heads and they got this bush of hair on them. So our, our church security looked like that yesterday. I've always wondered the, 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 the head thing that will look like, like it's the turban. Is that a hat that you put on or do you literally wrap something around the top of your head? It depends. Oh, really? How, it depends how crafty you are. Some have to wear it as a hat because they can't wrap a turban. It's like somebody wears a tie. It's either a clip on or an actual tie. Exactly. Tie. And so you, that's how you get your machismo is whether you know how to wrap your own turban. Oh, yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if you're like, is a cleric? Is that a leader? Is that a top yeah. person? So they most definitely have to know how to wrap. Or yes. They are or they're posers. posers. <laughs> Give it up. <laughs> Jan's son has a big, huge beard. Oh, yeah, really? it's, yeah, it's a whole Duck Dynasty thing now. Funny enough, I was thinking about doing that same thing. I was thinking about going. Now I thought your hair doesn't grow. It really doesn't. I have, It'll be patchy. I have, and I am Apache. <laughs> whoa, whoa. And he is. He actually looks quite Indian, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, and that's the reason they say that they say they say you know people that I've talked to about. It, I said, how come I get like I can't grow facial hair? Like I can go two or three days. Like I didn't shave today. Oh, I shaved yesterday morning. Oh well. And it grows, but it grows very slowly. So I'm, I'm, I don't know. I was thinking about just seeing. Like long, six like, a, like a martial Yeah, but I might guy. look like uh, Fu Manchu. <laughs> I was going to say Kung Manchu. <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. We're so off topic here. Yeah. <laughs> Lisa Wood says. She did articulate, unfortunately, that Marxist socialists never sleep and Christians must do more yes. than just vote. Um, and must act, right, act rightly, which Pastor Jack always talks about. It's Absolutely. very, very true because... Uh, and that's something you and I talk about quite often. I write about it constantly that it's not just voting. It's, it's standing up in the, in the little ways every day in our lives and um, using that opportunity to teach boldness to our children as an example and to stand up for what we believe in for God's favor, for that purpose. Right. For God to be pleased. So earlier today on another broadcast, I, I read this um, passage. 1 Corinthians uh, 16, 13, and it's from the New American Standard Bible. And it says, be on the alert, stand firm in the faith, act like men, be strong. And the reason I bring that up in context of what um, uh, Lisa wrote there is that as I looked at other versions of the Bible, they changed the word men. They leave it out. They leave it out. They leave uh, gender out. And then in relationship to what you were talking about, this is, this is, we're in a very serious time. <laughs> then wokeness infects Bible translations. That, yeah, that you can't have in the Bible, you know, something that refers to men being strong and courageous. You can't make that reference. You have to make it all people can be strong. Uh, but it's really calling for us. Why, why do they get that voice when you refer to all it, people being because strong? Because that's the way they want us to talk. That's how woke. That's how with the woke, that's the woke version. But if we, if we don't have, if we don't have a, a rising up of men, 
um, Christian men to stand strong, to hold fast, and to be the godly men that God has asked us to be, we are going to lose this battle. And I, and I love women, and women are really active in the church. They, 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 they knit. They and bake. <laughs> no. But they're strong. I mean, we saw a strong woman last night on stage with Jeff. Deborah. And oh, she's I a love Deborah. The story of Deborah. But the, you you know that there's all there's there's one Deborah in the Bible, and there's other some other good strong women in there. Yes. But the rest of the warriors are men. Yes. And that's kind of that percentage you'll get. We'll get we'll get some really good women that are up it, but they're not going to necessarily. Be and you don't to... want them towing the line. She no. Deborah said um, to the general that his name escapes me right now. She's like, "You'll go down in history." as the one who did not win this battle right. and I will get the credit, yeah. you know, even, though, even she knows it's not. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And he, she, so if you're going to be a wimp, I'll do it. And he's like, I'm okay with that. Because there's no doubt. I mean, nobody can disagree that in most cases, men are stronger than women physically. Yes. Right. We are built that way as women are giving birth and raising our the children. The men are to go out and, and take care of, you know, finding food to starting the fires. I mean, when it gets to that, because we are suddenly, we are soon not going to have, you know, food and electricity <laughs> and gas, and we're not going to have those things. We got a lake. And we, we have a lake with fish in it. And so um, we're not going to be throwing those fish back <laughs> and catching them and no. freezing them. But this is the way that God has made this world. And it, 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 as there strong women, absolutely. We had, I work with some great women at the police department, but they could not, I'm telling you, on a regular basis, get over the same hurdles, hurdles being obstacles that we needed when we were chasing bad guys often i would leave them behind it was just it's a fact of life it's not anything against women because they were fantastic carol worked with me at the police department and she was amazing right but in the limitations of that upper body strength to fighting um if you look at the video of the police the the, the female and male police officer uh fighting with a 17 year old boy um he was getting his butt kicked and she, the, the, the seven-year-old boy was so busy with him, he was still able to fend off the woman police officer. Like, he's punching the male officer and with one hand pushing away the female officer. <laughs> Why didn't she shoot him? Because the, the cops are so afraid. Oh. They're so afraid. Like, he didn't use his taser. He didn't use a carotid hold because now that's been outlawed. He can't use it. Although the bad guy was using a carotid hold on him, but now the cop can't use the carotid hold. Uh, restraint is what we call it um and and so if we don't have it back to the 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 bible here talking about men needing to rise up yeah they're talking about courageousness and 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 people of courage and that kind of stuff but um it really is necessary if we are going to win this battle against what is going on in our country we need more men at school board meetings we need more men at bbs we need more uh men uh you know rising up in the church and taking charge of, in church groups and leadership roles and um, and going out and fighting for our rights. And, and I got to tell done. and I got to tell you that this is the way I look at it. Also, is newsflash: we don't actually win at the end of this. Yeah. So uh, this wants only us to fight, though. yes. So can I finish my thought? You know, you know that he wants us to fight. <laughs> oh goodness! Uh, okay, so we don't actually win, and this gets worse. But. Yes. We are looking to honor God. And so we stay in the fight because one, we don't know if he grants us respite. We saw it with Roe versus Wade. 
We saw it with Corona. Like we don't know what time in the end times we're in, whether God's going to grant periods of respite before it gets worse. Mm -hmm. So we continue the fight one for his honor so that we receive the crowns on the, on the day of judgment at the judgment seat of Christ, where he says, that is my child with whom I am well pleased. And he gives us a crown of glory and the crown of life and the crown of victory. And so we're, that's what we're doing it for. And also in the world, we don't know how long we have. And we fight it to the last day. Because in the, end, in the back of my, I have a problem reconciling it sometimes just because I'm like, this, we, you know, this, this goes badly. At the end, <laughs> so at, some, at some point, we have to buckle down and realize this is not going well for us. And Jack kind of hints to that. Yeah, he says, cheer up. Yeah. <laughs> Your redemption draws near. Says, Look up. He says, this only gets worse. Yeah. So cheer up, uh, which is, means we're closer to the end uh, where Jesus comes and takes us up. So I had this interview today of this wonderful woman, Constance Woods, who tells this miraculous testimony of four kids that her and her husband raised, same mother and father, not a blended family. Kids get involved with drugs, very serious drugs, life-threatening conditions. She raised them in the church. I mean, all these things, right? And um, she's on her knees praying constantly for them. And she's offered this, uh, one of the scenarios is she's given at one point in time for their eldest son um, a word from the Lord about how she should handle it. She goes to her husband and says, this is what we should do. And her husband's like, no. And he had the exact opposite um, decision mm. of how they should handle this one situation. She went back to the Lord and cried, saying, he won't agree to listen to me. And she said, she fell from the Lord saying, defer to your husband, because that is the command. That is the chain of command in the house. And I will still work it out for your good. Wow. And I was like, I love that because that is so mm. beautiful because God can do anything. And when you obey the chain of command on your point to men leading, um, and as, even in your home, when you obey the chain of command, God will work it out because you're trusting God's rules, knowing that he's perfect in all of his ways and that he will work it out for good for those that are called to his purpose and those that love God. And, and uh, so she had a wonderful example of that. Amen. Uh, Karen says she sees less men leading these days. Unfortunately. Yeah. Strong is good. Absolutely. Yes. Men are the brawn. Women are the heart. There you go. Great. Carol says. My mind is strong and I get things done. Unlike the men I know. 15-year <laughs> battle over a tree on the golf course. I won with no words. With my words. No man could do it. Very fantastic. That's yeah, and that's where I see, you know, obviously, Hedy is a very strong woman. Right? And you have amazing words and you have a way of speaking and, and sharing or whether it's your testimony or uh, in an article Thank in the you. Christian post. And, uh, and of course, everybody, everybody has their role, uh, it, it, but it's not um, it's not. God does not put us together um, necessarily um, with all the same strengths. Exactly. We, we each have our own gifting and our own strength. And, and when it comes to a husband wife, uh, how it's supposed to work is in the biblical way is that the man is supposed to lead. The women have uh, the role of following, um, but have the strength of, of the gifts that they've been given to 
that is used for the good of God. Um, yes. As a team. Um, and it's almost like a SWAT team. You have people that have different types of weapons for different jobs, you know, different positioning for different roles. And if you understand those and, and stick to those things you've been commanded to do, it works perfectly. Mm-hmm. It's when you go off the reservation that things begin to go wrong. Yes. Where you think, you know, that woman, the next door neighbor, she's pretty hot. Maybe she has something that she'd give me, right? And then it all falls apart, uh, right? You're a team. We follow are- sin for pleasure, yep. and it's the root of bitterness, <laughs> as Spurgeon says. <laughs> Carrie says. My husband hates that I'm better at debates. <laughs> Andy's actually quite impressed with my vendor skills. Cause oh my gosh, I'll just I, put her. <laughs> he's like, this is all yours. The car that we have in the driveway that I drive, it's thanks to her. <laughs> I even returned a sponge that kept breaking in our house and I, <laughs> I got a free one. I was so annoyed. I just wrote to OXO and I was like, listen, this brush keeps breaking. They're like, we're so sorry. We'll send you a new one. Aren't you impressed? Yeah, I would have just thrown it away. Yeah, no, I went and Googled OXO, found their customer service email, and sent them a picture of our broken brush. Yeah, well, it's not the first one. Yeah. It it, did take, we had a few that did the same thing. Yeah. Just kept breaking. And you, I'm not taking this. (laughs) I'm not taking this anymore. (laughs) I want my, I want that sponge to to work. That's really good. Uh, Anything else, my love? What else you got? We got. We went all over the place. Yeah, we had a very circuitous route today. Yes, we did. I use big words. Did I? I, I love I that. I have like two or three really big words. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have to learn them. I have to repeat them in the mirror several times, and then I can use them. Then she allows me to use them. <laughs> oh goodness. Hey, should we tell people about the Edify app or should we play our commercial? Play our commercial. Oh, we're going to play our commercial today. You guys are in in for a treat. (laughs) Here it goes. You ready? This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or... By going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. E-D-I-F-I dot app. Oh, you know what? It's so funny that Lisa has this comment. I pray for discernment all uh, all the time. Um, can you do me a favor, hmm. my love? Can you pray for our world that it, it comes back to its senses? And if not... Have Jesus come back like right away? No. Can you pray for our world, <laughs> our country? Uh, dear Lord, thank you for the opportunity to be of service. Thank you for making us your sons and daughters. Thank you for the blood of Jesus that fills our veins and powers our life. Thank you for the indwelling of the Holy Spirit and give us boldness and courage. You've repeated so many times in your Bible to all of your prophets and all of your servants, be strong and courageous because your Lord God is with you. He will never leave you or forsake you. Can you remind us of that, Lord, as we go about our days and as we encounter individuals that either know you or don't know you, Lord, that we're strong and courageous in defense of the gospel and we do it all with love and that we Show the fruit of our spirit in kindness, gentleness, forbearance, and self-control, and most of all, love. And 
just make us good soldiers, the soldiers of Christ that know how to stand and stand their ground, but do it in love, Lord, the just the miraculous qualities of our Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, you told us in your scripture that if we were to turn and our face to you and repent, you will heal our land, Lord. So we ask for healing. We ask for a healing in our cities, in our villages. I mean, our villages, our cities, in our states, and in our country, across this nation, Lord, that you would heal our land and that you would restore righteousness and that uh, God would be brought back in our schools and in our city councils and in our uh, school board meetings and that we would lead with you, God, as, and we would protect this nation and the republic that you've given us as a gift. And we are so grateful to be living at such a time as this, Lord. So empower us with your Holy Spirit. Fall fresh on us, Lord. We love you and we honor you in everything that we do. It's Jesus and it's in the mighty name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. Amen. We do live in a village. We live in East Lake Village. Yes, we do. <laughs> Sorry. I just thought of that when you said that. Yeah. All right, my friends. We love you guys. God bless. And we will see you later. Take care. Bye. Bye.